0: media boat podcast freeze your fat
1: (laughs) freeze your fat fat freezer fat freezer no surgery no downtime
0: yeah but just sounds like they're they're very ice cold it's an ice cold service
1: it's the media boat podcast my name is Matt his name is Mike I'm
0: Mike he's Matt you're looking at the media boat podcast
1: the media boat podcast is your source for television movie and video game and music news not necessarily in
0: that order but, but what? Oh god, no, no, no. I, I was just admiring, it, but my oh, in but, my mind, I just think about butts. Yeah, I just think about butts.
1: I, I I also like to think about butts, but and I cannot lie. Oh, that,
0: that's what I was thinking of. That's what you were thinking of. No, no, I was thinking of that. Maybe we should tell people that we're live.
1: Yeah, that might be a good idea. Yeah. While while we record, uh, so yeah, today is August. No, it's not. Today September. is
0: September. Uh, lord! Yes. Did we not say the date last week? Oh, no, no, we did. Okay. Um, however, last week was September still?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't remember saying September, but I guess we did. No, I guess we did, because it it's, was the uh, 6th. But today is Weird. September the 13th, um, 2017. It is episode 89, I believe.
0: I, I believe you are
1: right. Yes, I believe it's eight, <laughs> uh, episode 89, which means the big 90 is next week. Get excited for that. But in the meantime, we got a show for you here. Uh, once you finish posting here, we can roll into the big story of the week, which was, of course, your box office numbers for the weekend. So, if you recall, last week was a very, very, very disappointing Labor Day weekend.
0: And uh, we called that it would be a disappointing Labor Day weekend. Yeah. But, but we did realize that it was going to be the worst one in history. Yeah. Well, so well, that was last week. Yeah. So, this is an interesting
1: <laughs> road to this weekend, which... Matt surprised a lot of people. No. Including the studios that gave the predictions. Uh, Did not surprise me, but surprised the hell out of you. So yeah, so uh, long story short, your big uh, debut was your number one movie this week. It, Stephen King's classic horror story, um, remade uh, for a new generation. Apparently caught fire with said new generation because it made $123 million this weekend
0: setting a new all-time record for a horror movie. You could say it came storming into the box office. You could say that. You could say it d- that. It devoured. Well, well, devoured. Let's, well let's, let's go ahead and talk about box office here. That's, That's what we're doing. we're doing that? So yeah, um,
1: I mean, it seems crazy. I mean, I lowballed it last week. Oh, I tried to tell you not to lowball it, and you're right. But I didn't even know exactly I lowballed how high it. I it. when I said sixty. Even I lowballed that. I None of us, no, neither of us would have guessed one twenty three. No. Uh, when we saw the predictions over the the weekend being up at one seventeen territory, I knew yeah. something was up. And so yeah, um, here it is. Your number one movie. Yes, it was it. a
0: it was a perfect storm of nothing being released for the past two weeks uh, of. Well-reviewed horror movie, yeah, and a known property, yeah.
1: So people like that thing, um, uh, yeah. Uh, it's it's definitely caught fire. So expect that to be your number one next weekend too. But we'll get to that later. Your
0: number two through
1: five. What are they?
0: Uh, so it was number one with 123 million. Yep. 35 million dollar budget. So yeah. So yeah, to uh, Made suck back up and uh, then not only that, but weekend. not only that, but um. The Mummy yeah. can now suck it. Because it already beat The Mummy. Yes. And <laughs> uh, and even The Mummy, which was supposed to start off the Dark Universe for, right. for Universal, uh, which was a big budget movie, yeah, got beat up by the tiny budget, or the midsize, I guess.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, actually, 35 is this days is... is pretty small. Yeah, I guess Forward so. Or that kind of movie. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, needless <clears throat> to say, it's succeeding.
0: Yep. But uh, number two was Home Again. The Reese Witherspoon Bangs the kid.
1: Uh, w- more accurately, lives ends up living with three younger men. Yes. There we go. Uh, that's what that movie is. Uh, also th-
0: debuted this week. Um, yeah, number two. Yep, point five million dollars on a twelve million budget. So look for that thing to make a profit.
1: Yeah, uh, not bad. Yep. Uh,
0: and then and then number three was The Hitman's Bodyguard with four point eight million. Hanging in there another week. Yep. Then we have Annabelle Creation at number four with four million.
1: Still making. Money.
0: Uh, that thing will hit one hundred million as it currently has ninety six. It's two eighty worldwide. Yep. And number five was Wind River with three million. We uh, making that a uh, twenty four million dollar total.
1: Um I'm sure actually the studio is probably pretty happy with Wind River. That's yeah. doing all right for two weeks now.
0: Uh, yeah. I mean consider it's an eleven million dollar budget. Yeah. That's, that, great. that thing got profit now. That's good. Yep.
1: Uh, so yeah, looking forward to next week. What do we got?
0: Uh, this upcoming week we have all I See Is You. Okay. I don't remember what that one is. Yeah, I don't know what that is either. Then we have American Assassin, Okay. which is a double standard. No,
1: not really. Yeah, you're right. I keep going. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: that is um, Pop Fly. Yeah. No, that is a Dylan O'Brien uh, vehicle with Michael Keaton, I think, starring in there as an ex- CIA training operative assassin. Oh, okay. Who changed Dylan O'Brien to take down um, Christian Hirsch. Sure. The the dude from Friday Night Lights. Yeah. And, uh, or you might know him as um, Gambit. Gambit. From X-Men Origins. Got it. Yes. And then lastly is your horror movie. Wait, we already had a horror movie. Another one. Another one. Uh, This one is called Mother. This is by well, Darren Aronofsky.
1: Let's be fair. This is not really a horror movie. Are we sure? This is a Darren Aronofsky-ass thriller thing. Drama thriller. think Black Swan. Yeah, uh, Jeff Lawrence is in this. Not that kind of thriller. Uh, 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 Javier Bardem is in this. Uh, yeah, it sounds like from early reviews, uh, it sounded Jennifer like Lawrence. it's the a Hickel. Darren Aronofsky-ass Darren Aronofsky movie, so if you like his stuff, I don't know, do, do you like Aronofsky's stuff?
0: I like some of his stuff.
1: Yeah, he's like pretty divisive.
0: Yeah, I mean, he can tell a good story, but he can also get way up in himself.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's kind of my opinion too. I've not seen Black Swan. I hear it is good, but I don't know.
0: It's good. It's very uh, psychological in terms yeah. of being good. The but then that but again, well. this is also the same guy who did Noah? Right,
1: yes. That was his last one. Was so, that his last that one? That was his last movie. Wow, uh, that's uh, been a while. It's, yeah, it takes a while. Uh, but yeah, uh, the uh, uh, he's
0: currently uh, dating
1: Jennifer Lawrence, too. They're a thing. Uh, They're right. right,
0: they were a thing because of this movie. Yeah, weird. Yeah.
1: So, yeah, uh, we'll see. I don't think that's your number one, though. I think it will carry over. Uh,
0: Yeah, because it's going to be 70 million.
1: Yeah, just on the strength of its uh, the, it's uh, momentum here, I'm sure it will keep going. Yeah, nothing's
0: going to going to hit be. 60? No. Even, Even Jennifer 50. Lawrence
1: can't get there.
0: Right. Like, not
1: in one weekend.
0: Oh, by the way, are we saw passengers speaking to Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah. Yeah. Still bad? Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, moving on. Uh, Do we
1: have...
0: A... Uh, well, I, I saw it. Did you see it? I saw it. Did you like it? Uh, well, I don't know people how, how I like feel about it. it. I know people like it, but I'm <laughs> just not all about it. You're not about it. No, it's not, it's not my thing. Okay, that's fair. It's not but my thing means... either, which is why I haven't seen it. <laughs> right, but that being said, I don't like horror movies. Sure. I think they are They can be very campy and very, very out. like out there. Uh, that being said, when you have a good source material, it's hard to fuck it up.
1: <laughs> Apparently, right?
0: Yeah. So um, it is really good, actually. Okay. Uh, in terms of a directing standpoint, in terms of a casting standpoint, yeah. Uh, give that person the casting Oscar nom. Seem like because it, it yeah. is well done. Well done on uh, choosing your actors there. A uh, bunch of unknowns, but really well done. Yep. Uh, good, good, good picks there. Um, it's it. I mean, it does. It's. It does what you it, think it, it does. It does exactly what you think it does, especially if you've seen the uh, right. the nineteen eighty movie. And, and also, it, the trailers seem to be pretty evocative of what you're expecting. Yeah, it's um, creepy
1: clown and kids and kids in danger.
0: Yeah, and also metaphor for fear and yeah. getting over your fear and growing up. Sure. Uh, that's thrown in there, but then it goes like straight into Stephen King backshit crazy yeah, stuff
1: because that's that, that's it's Yeah,
0: um, but other than that, it's a really well done movie. Uh, definitely check it out. I mean, I could see it top 10. It's really well done, really well directed, really well acted. Yeah. I could see it being a top 10 movie. Okay. Um. For a lot of people this year. For is a lot right? of people, yeah.
1: Uh, definitely, yeah. It'll scratch an itch for people who need that itch scratched, seems like. It. Yeah. Uh,
0: especially when, like, as there were, like, ho- other horror movie trailers before this thing. Yeah. It just showed how campy and how stupid they were compared to this.
1: <laughs> in comparison. Yes,
0: in Comparison. Um, but, yeah, uh, really good movie. Uh, definitely check it out. And, uh, speaking of that, we're going to go right into our first story. Why not? Which is, of course, It. Um, uh, not only did we, did I see it, not only am I giving good reviews, or giving <laughs> good thoughts we don't the reviews here. <laughs> Um,
1: Oh, we didn't finish your review, or your whatever. My my thoughts. thoughts with our new patented uh, thing. So is it a see it, is it a stream it, or is it a pass? Oh, it's a see it. Okay, to see it. So buy a ticket and see this movie. Uh, Unless, of course, you don't like horror movies, then maybe just wait.
0: Yeah, but even if you're like me and you don't like horror movies because of the campiness of it, maybe still 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 give it a shot. You'll, you'll You'll be surprised. Okay, cool.
1: Now, uh, yes, your story.
0: Yeah, now a story uh, it would be, of course, it smashing all the records.
1: Yeah, as we mentioned, uh, 123 makes it the highest horror movie opening weekend of all time. Uh,
0: not only that, but with its opening Thursday night of $13.5 million, it makes it the highest R-rated uh, opening, the highest horror opening, and the highest for September as well.
1: Uh, note, though, all-time total... Uh, weekend, though, is still number two to Deadpool.
0: Right. Deadpool
1: is still the number one R-rated movie. Right. uh,
0: Money-wise. But uh, it also was the third largest opening of the year behind Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and Beauty and the Beast. Meaning that it beat out Wonder Woman, uh, all the other sequels that came out this summer, and yeah, it's just Shot right, to, right, right to the top. Um, it also grossed uh, fifty-one million on Friday, making it the biggest day ever for an R-rated film. Well,
1: good. Yeah.
0: So, uh, congratulations to it, and congratulations to all the money you can now roll in it. <laughs> uh, it. Yep. Uh, because of this, they have announced that there will be a sequel. Uh, because at the end of this, they say it is chapter one. Right. Uh, That's not a spoiler. Because this thing made a lot of money. Do expect a sequel out of it. Yeah. Uh, Uh,
1: Stephen King made a pretty funny joke on Twitter uh, when this was all going around. Yes. Everybody freaking out about a possible sequel. He was like, Hey, uh, just saying, if you want to see what happens next in the world of it, there is a book. (laughs) I thought
0: that was cute. (laughs) Yeah. Well, see, what I thought they'd do is that they just... Sh- like let it ride on its own and yeah. then shelve it for 27 years <laughs> and then bring it back. Right. Just keep
1: doing that over and over again. Yeah. Every generation.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's a great idea. In theory. In theory. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah. So, yeah. I was
1: like, yeah, that makes sense to do a sequel to that thing. Yep. Uh, yeah, and with a budget like that, they'll be able to churn it out real easy. Oh, yeah.
0: Next. Next is the actual big news that happened this weekend. Yeah, so last
1: week we talked about how Star Wars uh, Episode Nine had lost its director, uh, Colin Trevorrow. Uh, well,
0: they didn't lose him. They know where left. he is. Uh, you know what I mean.
1: Yes. Uh, they left the project. They parted ways. Director size hole in the the production. But fear not, as we
0: predicted last week, a familiar name has taken the helm. As I correctly predicted, like did. exactly how this would go. Yeah. Um, so, uh, when this news broke, Star Wars executives started talking about, okay, who do we got to, re- to replace them? Yep. They immediately went to Ryan Johnson saying, hey, do you want to direct episode nine? He said no because he was exhausted from directing episode eight, Kim which Bur- is understandable. Yeah, Bur- it is a huge task to undertake. I mean, even after the first one, J.J. Abrams said that he, would, he wouldn't do another Star Wars because it was such a monumental... Right. Feature it's that an he really hasn't directed anything since he's been done a lot of producing. Yep, uh, with his bad robot company, but yep. he hasn't been behind the camera because but, it is so draining. But guess what? Oh yeah, that, that leads me to to the next story. Um, he's
1: directing it, so welcome JJ. Abrams <laughs> yes.
0: back to the Star Wars. Yes, we, we return to the JJ. Uh,
1: JJ's back. Uh, back again, for another uh, Star guess Wars movie. Back. He will direct and co-write. Episode 9.
0: Yes. He will co-write with what I think is the understated uh, yes. thing that happened.
1: Yes. this is the under part of the story.
0: Yes. Is that uh, he will uh, instead write with... Um... What's his name? God, why did, I did not put it down here. Uh-oh. Wow, that is a big slip-up for me. Uh,
1: yeah. It's that guy.
0: Yeah. So it's... Um, I know I have it on the website. Yes. Yeah. But it's that guy who, um, who also wrote uh, Justice League, uh, Batman v Superman, and Argo, and Argo. Yeah,
1: he's he's kind of a pinch hitter. Looks like usually for Warner Brothers. Yes, um, who's branching out for this one. But yeah, uh, so yeah, JJ will take co-writing credit as well as directing credit. I think that that's probably a good idea. I mean, people like the Force Awakens. People, I mean, definitely the direction was not a problem in that movie. Like, if there were problems, it was definitely not in how it was directed. Right,
0: it was definitely in a story. Yeah,
1: like, just minor story issues. But but
0: given this, that Ryan Johnson has already put down a sort of treatment for episode nine.
1: So yeah, we kind of have an idea about what to expect. Uh, And yeah, it kind of leaves the door even more open for what the hell episode eight's going to be. Yeah, I mean, we still only have a vague idea of what Ryan Johnson's Star
0: Wars is going to look like. Uh, Chris Terrio, that's, a that, that's his name. name. Like, yeah, of course he's a Chris. It's hard to Chris remember is a Chris. Chris.
1: Uh, but yeah, uh, so that's. I mean, I'm okay with this. Yes, I would have rather had like a more kind of adventurous choice for a director,
0: here. like John Favreau. Sure. Although we saw what he did with a space adventure. Yeah, we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean. It's a safe choice. It's probably fine um, as a legacy thing, though. It'll be interesting because that will make JJ Abrams second only to uh, George Lucas himself for directing Star Wars movies. Right. Which is insane. But hey, here we
0: are. And <laughs> uh, who knows? They could actually still they could still drop out, and it'd be on a hunt for another. Possible, character. but
1: unlikely. Yeah, I'm sure JJ's contract here probably involved. Hey, you're going to do this because we can't we can't search anymore. We're not going right. to do this again. So yeah, yep. they really aren't probably going to do this again for a very long time. Yes, because that will I'll likely be the end of Star Wars as we know it. The please. end
0: of the Skywalker yeah. trilogy or trilla trilogy because there's three trilogies. There's a word
1: for it, but I don't remember what. No, it's
0: not not Let's just call it a saga. Sega. Yes, let's just call it Sega. Okay. Sega! Yep. Okay. Uh, next story. Uh, oh, uh, just to wrap that up, oh. because of this, Episode 9 has now been pushed back oh, yeah. to December 20th, 2019. Oh, yeah,
1: which we totally called.
0: Oh yeah, we knew this thing wasn't going to hit a May release date, especially because Disney would not put it up against the uh, second Avengers movie. Right.
1: It clears it their way for Avengers. Yes.
0: And uh, Disney, uh, with this, at least with this recent trilogy, has been making Bank and Toys with uh, a December release. Yeah, it just makes more so sense. So it makes... Total I'm sense. Sure that I'm sure they not put it
1: in May to basically give them the option.
0: Well, they put it, it in December. May to please fans because hasn't always been in May. Yeah, but no. But no. This just gives them an excuse like, saying, hey, we need time. But I bet they were going to do it anyways. Yeah, they are probably going to do it anyways. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else? Um, okay, yeah. So moving on. Our weekly Netflix update. Uh, in the movie section this week? Yes. <sighs> this is weird. Oh, this is big news. Okay. So, uh, Netflix has picked up an Ed Harris, Jason Sudeikis film Okay. called Kodachrome for $4 million. Four, wait, $4 billion? Million.
1: Oh, $4 million.
0: Yes. Okay. For a reason. Yes. The film is set during the final days of the still photo development system known as Kodachrome.
1: Sure.
0: Uh, when it ended abruptly and Kodak got out of that game, uh-huh. if you didn't get the rules of film developed, those captured moments were gone forever. Got it. That ticking clock is the backdrop for a father-son bonding trip uh-huh. as they try to reach the Kansas photo lab before it closes its doors for good. This is actually an award winner at the Toronto Toronto International okay. Film Festival, and that's why it's being brought up, I'm, because there's yeah. a big bidding war behind it.
1: I'm just imagining right now how good, like, I'm, I'm, I'm just visualizing in my head how good of a match that is. Ed Harris
0: totally could be Jesus Sudeikis' <laughs> dad. Ed Harris <laughs> is such a hard ass. <laughs> Jason Davis is such a... I won't say wimp, but... Just an ass? Yeah. <laughs> in general. Yeah, I mean, that's such, a good, that's such a, great, a good match. Yeah, it's a good pairing. That's a good one. Yes, uh, Netflix is actually poised to enter this film into the Oscar race later this year. Wow, really? Yeah. Okay. They've already set, They've already made such a mention that um, if, if eligible, they would like to see this um, be up for nominations. Uh-huh. So... Um, it? It's good. I mean, it's, it's much in the same vein as uh, that uh, film, Kansas. And it came out two or three years ago with a uh, Dern or Phil Dern a little Kansas. Yeah. Are you talking about Nebraska? Nebraska. <laughs> Safe state. <laughs> <laughs> two different ones, actually. Safe state.
1: <laughs> I, 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 actually, yes, I enjoyed Nebraska. I saw Nebraska on a plane. As you flew over it. Actually, you're you're not too far <laughs> off. Flying from Nebraska, we watched the movie Nebraska. <laughs> yes, so I've seen Nebraska. Okay. Anyways. You? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll just with you the live. Chat. Then. No, I'm just get
0: the live chat up here for us. Okay, just just in case. Just in case.
1: You
0: never know. We never know. Who's never know who's tuning in. Anyways, doctors. Yeah. Anyways, uh, oh, I don't think I put Next. him up here. No, I didn't put them up here. Okay, But we need to talk about a one Matt Damon so we're just going to use this. That is now Matt Damon.
1: Okay, that trailer is now da- Matt yes, Damon. Yes,
0: that trailer represents Matt Damon. What's going on with Matt Damon? Um, He has two new trailers out for two different movies coming out later this okay. year. All right, so the first one uh, is called Downsizing. It stars, uh, it stars he co-stars with Kristen Wiig and it's a comedy about shrinking people in order to save the world population. Sure. Because with less food and less space, you can do more. Okay. Or essentially that's the thinking behind it. And sort of like this um, this out there thinking like, mm. if we shrink people to save <laughs> space.
1: I guess, yeah, we eat less. Then we
0: eat less and we consume less. Yeah. Yeah. We take up less room. Yep.
1: There's more room for everybody. Right. I mean, yeah, but what? In, in theory it <laughs> would work. But, huh. what? Yeah, yeah. Huh? It's like, it's one of those, like, it's like, yeah, but what? Yeah. Huh? Sure, okay. So that's happening. All right, so, yeah, Super <laughs> Tiny Matt Damon.
0: Yep, yeah, Super Tiny Matt Damon. We're on board. Yep. Uh, the other movie uh, is a Coen Brothers film. Okay. Directed by George Clooney. Okay. Called Suburbicon. Okay. Uh, this is uh, the backdrop for Matt Damon, who is a single dad, trying to survive suburban life with his son. Although, not all things are as they seem. Okay. That's the basic uh, plot tagline and they gave for it. And since Coen Brothers are writing it, any, literal anything yes. could happen with that premise. So who knows? Yep. But hey, George Clooney directing and yeah. Matt Damon starring. That's cool. They're still good friends, yeah. I think. Yeah, probably. Well, we'll count it. Moving on to our final... Bits of bits and news.
1: The bits. Yeah, the bits.
0: So we have Daniel Radcliffe being rad, jumping off a cliff. In the new trailer, Jungle, <laughs> which is about him surviving the Amazon jungle. Sure. We also have the first trailer for Benedict Cumberbund in <laughs> The Current War.
1: Penguin Dick, Cumber Snatch.
0: Yep. Bubbling Cumber. Cucumber. No, cum Cumber.
1: Bubbly Cucumber.
0: Yep. Yep, uh yep, to the Kurt War about uh, Nikola uh-huh. Tesla and Westinghouse right. and Edison. That one. Yep. Uh that trailer's out. Looks pretty good. Also looks like it could go right by everyone. hmm Um okay. also Warner Brothers has pulled posters for the upcoming uh, worldwide disaster called Geostorm. Uh-huh. With that with only but only the posters that read that, that had the tagline Brave the Storm. Oh, yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah.
1: That's not great timing.
0: Nope. But, hey, I mean, at least they're aware of it, and it's getting pulled. Yep, that's good. Yep. Uh, the, so we may also see Geostorm be moved. Yeah, probably. Probably. Out of the way. Yeah. put Probably push back to a, a January release.
1: Yeah, put it out in the boonies in January,
0: yeah. Yeah, where people want, like, a big blockbuster movie without paying <laughs>
1: Lower
0: prices, yeah, without paying summer prices or something. Yeah, yep. And lastly, uh, Junkie XL is set to score the upcoming Tomb Raider movie starring Alicia Vikander. All right, yes. Yep,
1: Alicia Vikander Tomb Raider yep. still happening, still yep. thing.
0: Uh, the first still image of that movie is out and looks good. Uh, looks like they're taking from the uh, the rebooted Lara Croft. Uh, yes, yeah, good. Uh, what was the one that they did?
1: Like the newest one? Yeah, the newest one. Well,
0: the newest, the, the last game was Rise of the Tomb Raider. Right, that's what they're taking, aspiring from.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's smart because yep. that's a new generation's Tomb Raider.
0: Doctor is chiming in. The new Matt Damon Shrinking People movie sounds like a weird cross between <laughs> Ant Man and that shortly mentioned straight to video movie in, For- in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, yeah. When uh, phones take over the world. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. You know what? I think it's been long enough I could totally watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall
0: again. I could, but I just forget about it again. And he's
1: alright. Yeah. Okay. Um, moving on. Moving Television. On. Moving on, TV. What do we got in
0: the TV world today? The world of TVs. Oh, wait, well, yeah, I should probably put up a story. I mean, yeah, maybe. Yep. Sports. It's sports Corner. Yep. Uh, we'll start with sports briefly. Uh, NFL week one happened. Yep. Fantasy teams. Sucked. David Johnson is out. So all you people who had number one picks, just like me, good luck for the rest of your season. And just
1: uh, your weekly reminder that
0: the, the Patriots are 0-1. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Kristen. Yes. And, and for that matter, the Rams are 1-0 and, and have a better yeah. record than the Patriots. Yeah. For that matter, I think every other quarterback in this league has at least one more touching touchdown pass than Tom Brady. Yep. That's because he had zero. So, uh, let's revel in this now because we're not going to have it next week. Oh, no. No. I'm expecting a lot of Gronk spiking to happen next week. Uh Uh-huh. I expect them to abandon the run game and just pass constantly. Uh, Who who they got next week? (laughs) I don't know. I don't pay attention. (laughs) Mister, I gave up on my
1: fantasy fantasy team after week one.
0: My team scored 43 (laughs) points out of a potential 100.
1: Hey. That saying. is less
0: than half. Hey, but if you want to hear me complain come, more about my fancy team, yes. tune into the
1: Sanchez. So we're doing our continuing streaming series on Twitch.tv/mediaboat every Tuesday night. Now we change the date to get out of the way of actual football. Uh, we are doing the Sanchez, which is we're playing through Madden 18's franchise mode with Mark Sanchez. So tune in. Uh, we're about seven o'clock ish on Tuesday nights uh, Pacific time and as PM, of course. On Twitch, what does the doctor say?
0: The doctor says that the Pats play the Saints. <laughs> Come on, Mike. And also, Tom Brady still did better than Andrew Luck last week. That's accurate,
1: though. That is true.
0: Yeah, but I mean, both scored the same amount of touchdowns. So, what can you say about that? Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, in okay. uh, other sports uh, and, and, and the real so the real reason I have uh, sports up here is because yes. baseball. baseball is happening and records are being broken. Yeah,
1: baseball's heating up right now.
0: Um so the, the actual big story around baseball is the Cleveland Indians. Yes. Uh they have currently set the MLB all-time record with 21 straight wins in the new era. Now this yeah. is after this is like post like 1960s 70s when they merged the AL and the NL right. to make just one MLB. Yeah. So this puts them past the Moneyball team featuring the Oakland A's uh-huh. of 2002, right. which had 20 consecutive wins. The Cleveland Indians have 21, and their schedule looks poised to put up another seven consecutive.
1: Yeah, you know, that guy on ESPN says is like, "Hey, usually when you make 20 wins, they make a movie about you."
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, they're currently within five wins of catching the all-time record leader, the 1916. New York baseball giants
1: <laughs>
0: who won 26 straight games without a loss. Cool. I say without a loss because it doesn't include one game of Nick Jonas in concert. It's 2016.
1: <laughs> Did that distract you?
0: Yeah. It was just a strikeout. It was. I mean, uh, no, uh, they, they tied <laughs> one game. So okay. they count it as a tie. Sure. But it's still not a loss. It's not a loss. So it's they a say it without a loss. Yeah. Right. But this is a winning streak. So, yeah,
1: um, all power to them. I'd like to see that record broken. That would be cool. Also, it seems like they got the heat on
0: them. Yeah, it seems like year. everyone's uh, got it out for them. But their upcoming schedule looks, I don't want to say easy, because these are professional players, but eh. the, they're, they're going into Detroit. It like it's doable. It looks doable, saying. yes. Because they're going into Detroit for the next four games. Yeah. And the last time they played them, they outscored them 20-0. Whoa. Well, So it's very at all likely possible that we could see this record broken by next week, I want to say. Sometime next week. Cool. Well, we might have a story to report
1: on next week. Yes. But we have actual TV news. Okay. Outside of sports, what's going on?
0: Yes. We have the Creative Emmys.
1: Yes, there were Emmys given out this
0: weekend. Yes. The Creative Arts Emmys were this past Sunday and big winners were uh, SNL, Stranger Things and Westworld, each winning five Emmys. Yeah. Um, the best commercial went to com, Okay. Uh, which no. is a Squarespace commercial. Yeah, I like
1: that one. That's was, that was,
0: that was, that was pretty good. Yes. Uh, and Stranger Things uh, won its title de- uh, main title design and main title score. Yeah. Because uh, people really like that title sequence. Apparently. Which is, it's good. I mean, I would give it to him. It's good. It it definitely sets the tone for that series. I wouldn't um, give it all the Emmys, necessarily. No. I mean... (sighs) (laughs) See, I say that, but I feel like people will still give that thing Emmys.
1: Yeah, probably. Yeah.
0: Alright. Yeah, other than that... um,
1: Uh, Bob's Burgers won for uh, Best Animated Program. Uh, It's second Emmy in that category.
0: Yep. Uh, There are a couple other, like, independent winners. That Dave Chappelle won for hosting SNL. Melissa McCarthy won for her role as Sean Spicer on SNL. Uh, That um, Scientology documentary won. Right. Um, Yeah. These are the creative arcs and stuff behind the scenes. The -the below-the-line people, you could say. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Um they will actually do a broadcast of this on uh FXX on September sixteenth. So if you wanna catch that. Uh otherwise the actual Emmys are next Sunday? Two Sundays from now? Matt? That sounds right, yes. The Emmys are the actual Emmys are coming up, the ones you actually care about. The ones that your office pool is going to be berating you about of wondering you're in or not. Alright, and uh, with that, let's move on to Matt's phone.
1: Sorry, I got a phone call from a very mysterious number, and it didn't pop up any Google results, which worries me.
0: Ooh. <laughs> so, uh, let's talk about cord cutting real quick. Because, it's fun. yes. Get a really sharp pair of scissors. And a new baby out of it. Wait. Not that cord? Uh-uh. Oh. No. Okay, so what's going on with with,
1: uh, cutting the old
0: cable? Yep, so uh, new studies have been recently published about cord cutting and cord cutters and people just absolutely abstaining from the cord. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, so in 2017, a total of 22 million adults will have cut the cord on cable, satellite, or telco TV services. Uh, This is in the U.S. only, uh, mind you. Uh, This is actually up 33% from 16.7 million Last year in twenty sixteen. Huh, okay. Meanwhile, cord nevers <laughs> like us
1: <laughs> never
0: never had the cord. <laughs> ne- never. Um, Maybe. Never. Never. Always. <laughs> uh, ne- cord nevers will rise five point eight percent this year to thirty four point five million. Wow. Overall, one hundred ninety six million U.S. adults have traditional pay TV which is actually down from 2.4% last year. Okay. Which means, so according to the study, they they charted out future results as well. And they say that by 2021, it's expected to drop to 180 million or at around 30% of all American adults won't have traditional pay TV at that point. Hmm. So one in three people won't have a cable or satellite provider.
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. I mean... Just the options are just so plentiful now,
0: right? And just having access to internet and just plugging it in Mm -hmm. makes everything very accessible.
1: Like, it still blows my mind just watching this uh, our television right now. It just blows my mind even thinking about that this is the quality we get from internet. Yeah, like if someone told me 10 years ago that I'd be watching a completely streamed uh, cable provider via the internet exclusively, I would have been like. Oh, yeah, and is it, like, super pixely? Does it drop out every three seconds? Like, how bad is it? Like, how reliable is it? And it's like, we don't even ask that question with
0: PlayStation. Right, because back then, YouTube was literally just yeah. in its first year. Right. It's just insane to me,
1: like, how, how fast this has caught up to digital cable in half the time it took for
0: digital cable to happen. Right, well, that's because digital, digital cable or the cable companies, took forever to adopt right. to a dig- digital model. I mean, and you have it continuing
1: now where it's like Netflix is getting on the 4K content train and cable and the networks are not even close to even having talks about it. Right. Which goes to show you how like ahead of the game like these streaming networks are at this point. So yeah, uh, yeah. I, think that's, I think these numbers are telling. I think this is a sea change. In 10 years, we're going to talk about how even ridiculous it was that we even knew people who had cable. Like, I know people that have cable. Yes. The
0: doctor has cable. Yeah. Just so she can watch Project
1: Runway. Great. That's the one thing I miss out on, because <laughs> I can't watch the season of Project Runway. Last year, I had money to spare, so I spent $20 on the digital version to watch it on the Xbox. <laughs> this year, I'm not so lucky. Um, but, yes, um, I cannot watch it. But, really, the things I cannot watch are few and far between compared to the things that right. I know that that's
0: consistent. So. Right. And I know that there are also, like, people or... It's, more realistically, sports teams who are contracted specifically right. with certain with things. certain uh, cable companies like Time Warner Cable or sorry Spectrum right. for the Dodgers, so you have to have Spectrum in order to watch the Dodgers. They it's, won't do streaming
1: because that's the only way these cable providers stay alive these days. Right, and make exclusive deals with exclusive deals to specific audiences because otherwise, because as those numbers just proved, they're right. losing the, the clearly. As we're proving right now, we're watching the Angels. Right. Yeah. <laughs> It's because we have a special network on this thing that lets us have access to this. Yep. But yeah, um, I mean, yeah, it's just uh, this, these numbers are going to get smaller and smaller.
0: It's Kristen's commercial. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. moving on. Yep, yeah, moving on. Real briefly here to Black Mirror. That's a show. Uh, yes, it's uh, it's a TV show. It's also been a while since uh, we had new episodes because last time t- it's been almost a year. It's been a minute. It's been almost a year. Uh, so, at a recent, uh, interview with, uh, Charlie Booker, creator of Black Mirror, he said, expect the 4 to debut sometime this year. Okay. Most people took that to be December, seeing as the slate for yeah. September is already out, and the slate for October is already being finalized, and it's not ready yet. So, yeah, so the today, holidays.
1: Yeah. That's smart. It's a smart time to release that thing. People are home.
0: Yep, people yeah, are home. People can binge.
1: binge. Exactly. Yep. He creeped out.
0: Yep, But they did release the uh, six episodes um, which include uh, the six titles for the next episodes. Okay. Which are Crocodile, Archangel, Hang the DJ, USS Callister, Metalhead, and Black Museum. Now, in the interview uh, with Empire, I think it was Empire, um, they had a set photo of what looked like a Star Trek-esque crew, which everyone assumes is the uh, USS Callister. Okay. And they figured that is where that episode will take place, in like a Star Trek-esque spaceship. universe yeah. spaceship exploratory vessel. That's, That's a good pick. Yeah. For, for their thing. But yeah, other than that, we know nothing else about it. <laughs> other Everything than, else is a mystery. Yep, and we're going to keep it that way because I love Black Mirror. Yeah, and you'd rather be surprised. I'd rather be surprised. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Cool. Yep. Next. Yep. And that brings us to the last bit. What's uh, the bit? Oh, the bits is actually just our thoughts on two things. Oh,
1: well, that's not the bits at all. Look, well,
0: I, I to put a brain up there. Lies. Or could I? Yeah,
1: maybe we could put a brain up yeah. there for thoughts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> just just a head in a jar.
1: So yeah, well, you have thoughts about a couple things. Yeah. You so, watched uh, some
0: television yep. this week. So first up is The Keepers. So this is a Netflix original yeah. uh, docu series. Sure. Basically, combined how to make a murderer, and Spotlight. Match those two together, you got The Keepers. It's about a high school in a Catholic high school in Baltimore, where uh, like sexual allegations mm-hmm. were made against the preachers and girls in the school, and it can get very dark and depressing. And definitely don't binge watch it like I did. It's super slow, too. Yeah. Oh, it's such a drag. It is. I mean, it gets through a lot of information, but it gets through all the information.
1: Yeah, but I feel like they could have done the same thing within, like, four episodes. Oh, yeah. And just trimmed the fat.
0: Oh, yeah, they definitely could have. But they also wanted to show, like, look how long we actually worked on this thing. look how much work we put into this. Yeah.
1: Sure. Uh, So, yeah, it seemed like you... uh, at least enjoyed the 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 uh, stuff that mattered about it. Yes. Just the information about what happened and what they found out in the interviews with the people seemed like some of that stuff was interesting. Yes. But yeah,
0: uh, pacing just was off. Yeah, this is one of the things where I had it on, but I was also doing other stuff. Yeah. To where I could I could pick up on the key uh, the key facts that they yeah, wanted me to pick up on to keep, like, without having to actually like sit and pay attention. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That makes sense. Make, I mean... But yeah, so if you like that kind of thing, kind of like a serial documentary kind of thing, uh, that, yeah, that's one if, of those.
0: Also, if you want more Spotlight-esque material, that's your fix.
1: Yeah, I guess. But but the thing about Spotlight is that it also has characters that like, that, like you care about and stuff. Like, yes. This this is based on real... like It is actual real people who are involved, so it's less that. It's not Hollywoodized. I know that's why you
0: have Spectrum, just so you type and watch the Dodgers. <laughs>
1: there you
0: go yeah, and l- the other piece about the bits is we're going to bring it back to Jon Favreau
1: yeah okay uh yeah let's briefly talk okay. about this so
0: the Orville yeah premiered uh this past Sunday if you're not sure
1: what that is that is the Seth MacFarlane starring and uh writing written by I guess at least the first episode at least the pilot um Star Trek equivalent it's basically Seth MacFarlane is his own Star Trek cap- Captain in his own Star Trek ship, with his own Star Trek crew, doing Star Trek-like things. If that is 100% what that is. Co-starring
0: Adriana Pilecki from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.
1: Yeah, and, uh, man. uh, That is a
0: pilot-esque pilot if I've ever seen one.
1: Oh, man, that was bad. So, okay, a little backstory. So, yeah, when we saw the ads for this, it seemed like it was going to be a comedy. Yes. All the ads reported to be like, oh, look at this funny thing coming from Seth MacFarlane. We, our initial like look at it was like, oh, is this going to be Galaxy Quest, but a TV show? Like, that sounds great. What a good idea. Oh, wait. No. Then the reviews started pouring in, and I started reading all this stuff about like, oh, no, they play it straight for the most part. Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, that's the weird thing about this
1: show is it has no idea what it wants to be.
0: Not only that, but it does everything so... Straightforward that yeah. there's no layers to this thing.
1: So when you say comedy, you think like oh, a comic premise, right? This is right. not that. This is basically like it's is, is Seth MacFarlane making Star Trek, but tossing in every like maybe six or seven minutes a Seth MacFarlane joke. Yeah, and I and you know what I mean when I say a Seth MacFarlane joke because his style has been ingrained into. Everybody who has watched an episode of Family Guy, seen the movie Ted, everybody knows his style of delivery. And it's those. It's those jokes. So you know what you're getting into.
0: If it's not a fart joke, and it's not a dick joke, it's a joke explained to you. Yeah. At some point. It's explained
1: it's a joke that should just be one gag that goes on for a minute because he feels the need to explain exactly what it meant to prolong it. Uh, right, not reason. only
0: that, but just the dialogue and interaction between characters yeah. could have um, done a so much better. It's so much exposition.
1: It was, yes. It, it, well, it was, they had to fill an hour-long show. I presume this is going to be, like Star Trek, an hour-long series. Like, it's going to be hour-long episodes, because that's how Star Trek is. Right. I wouldn't be surprised if every episode of this thing is an hour. But man, do they have to fill it in with nothing. like All this exposition, stuff that we would just naturally learn from the characters over time, is wasted in like a five minute scene at the beginning of this thing. Yes, where that where you, they literally walk you through what each person's personality is.
0: Yes, it, it <laughs> was so cringeworthy yeah. that they were literally just standing there and explaining, "Hi, I'm this character. These right. are my flaws. You'll probably, I'll yeah. probably have trouble with this. Right. I'll be useful in this situation. Let's telegraph
1: this relationship right away." Yes. So here's another thing you could probably you could have easily played a drinking game with that episode. For every time the Seth MacFarlane's character made a joke about his stupid divorce with the stupid lady,
0: and like we get it, which is funny because it opens with with a cheating scene, and then it really jumps to one year with him still getting over that same scene, which we could have not had that scene and still still understood it. it.
1: Yeah, we they just wanted the, the gag. Where the alien was blue, blue everywhere, blue everything, because of course, because haha, get it? Aliens have sex weird. Yes. Anyways, so yeah, um, that show's probably not gonna be any good, guys. Oh, um, uh, so uh, the reason we um, with caution. the reason
0: we bring up uh, Jon Favreau on all this is because he directed, directed, the, directed pilot, the pilot, and it doesn't look like him at oh. all, and it's it's weird, it's just.
1: There's one, one really standout scene, at least standout, that I remembered it most. In that same five-minute exposition scene where they're walking through all the characters, there's a robot character. and When they're introducing the robot character, uh, for some reason, John Favreau decided to make the direction, hey, let's do a spin, like, let's, let's move the camera or pan the camera yeah, around so- this robot while he's talking. None of the other characters had this happen. None, the rest of the episode, did this ever happen again. I guess he was just so bored with the dialogue in that scene that he was like, "Well, we have to put something here." It was just astonishingly questionable. Like, I don't know what what the thought process was with any of the direction. That the animation, the CG animation, looks terrible. It looks like something that jumped out of a of a uh, uh, Eiffel sixty five video from nineteen ninety nine. Like seriously, like I was imagining the Apple sixty five aliens and their ships. Yes. watch you know?
0: Battery Boys Larger Than Life. Then yes. you will
1: understand what I <laughs> mean. Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, Scream, Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson.
0: Yes, yeah. really?
1: that's kind of what we're arrow I'm referring to here. Anyways,
0: man, uh, yeah, not that was good. not a good pilot for <laughs> that. Um, maybe we'll give it one more episode, but maybe you will. I'll I'll give it one more episode, but if this <laughs> thing still tries to spoon feed me. Everything, I will not be happy about it. So yeah, that's that's the thoroughbred for you. Yep. Moving on.
1: Okay, moving on. Oh yeah, also, I, uh, I'm about six episodes into, or five episodes into uh, oh, Bojack, uh, BoJack Horseman Season 4. I will probably have my thoughts next week, as I have not finished it yet. Um, I just need to find time this weekend at some point to finish that up, and I will definitely have thoughts. I'll probably put up something on the site too,
0: uh, so stay tuned. Yep. And if you like us, and you want to see a good comedy... I always do. Broad City.
1: Premieres tonight,
0: season four. Yep. Uh, comedy Central. Uh, we'll be watching that right after this podcast. Well, if Hulu has it up.
1: If Hulu's never, got it up. It's kind of... We're, uh, sorry, gonna, we're, sorry, we're, we're, we're on Hulu here,
0: so no guarantees. Are they going to do episodic, or will they do like, just a full season they thing at the end? They do episodic, I think. Okay. We'll find out. Won't we? Okay. <laughs> uh, what
1: have we got in, of
0: course... Cancellations and renewals. All right, cancellations. We have real time with Bill Maher, uh, plus is two seasons. How long
1: has it been running?
0: Twenty. It's going to be running through twenty twenty. No, but
1: like, how long has it been
0: running? Oh, I, I'm not sure. Maybe. I feel like twenty years. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So that will be running through twenty twenty. Okay. Uh, we also have Ratchet. Okay. Uh, this gets a two season order, uh, from Netflix. It is. The one flew over the cuckoo's nest prequel from Ryan Murphy.
1: Ah, okay.
0: And will most likely star Sarah Paulson. Sure, because Sarah Paulson and Ryan Murphy, they're a thing. Yep. Uh, this will debut <laughs> in 2019. Okay. Hey, Derek Fisher's up. Throw his slam dunk.
1: And let me let me let me uh, uh, clarify. They're not a thing. Like they're not dating. Yeah. Yes. He is um, very
0: gay. Uh, but <laughs> gay for Sarah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I guess, for casting.
0: Yes. Uh, We also have Blood Drive, canceled, one season, sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, Veep will finally be canceled. Well, it had a good run. A lot of Emmys. Uh, At the end of next year's seventh season. Okay, so they're giving it one more. Yep. Uh, Z, The Beginning of Everything, which was on Amazon, and we originally reported got a second season. Uh Uh-huh. Not happening anymore. They're just canceling it. Okay. Only just the Pull one it. season and it's canceled. Yep. Oh, okay. We also have Class, which is the Doctor Who spinoff. Right. Canceled oh. after one season on wow. BBC America. That didn't last. What else didn't last? Okay, what? Uh, The Last Tycoon. Oh,
1: yeah. That thing.
0: Canceled one season on Amazon. While we're talking about
1: um uh, things that won't last... I'm going to use this as my platform, just like I did with Son of Zorn, also on Fox. The Orville will last for one season tops.
0: I give it 10 episodes. I know.
1: We talked about this, but then again, <laughs> they're hour-long episodes, so it probably will be a season order of 10. Yeah. We don't know, actually. They probably already said how many they ordered, but I don't know. Uh, but yeah, uh, don't expect more than a season. I think.
0: We also have I'm Dying up here. It's a second season on Showtime. Right. We have Vikings gets a sixth season ahead of its season five debut on History Channel. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, people of Earth gets a third season. Wrecked gets a third season. And Guestbook Book gets a second season. All three of those are TBS Right, shows. yeah.
1: People of Earth, to see Nassim Pedrak getting
0: some more work. <laughs> and lastly, last week tonight, we'll get an additional Sweet. three seasons. Nice. Well, well-earned. They've been That's cool on it. That's Three seasons. Thirty episodes each, making it run until twenty twenty. Cool, good,
1: and they'll have plenty of material. I'm sure.
0: Oh, I'm sure they will. Uh, Spoiler alert: Tom Brady's mediocrity won't last. The NFL should prepare itself. Well, the
1: gauntlet has been thrown.
0: So, uh, also canceled then is the Patriot season. (laughs) Uh, The Patriots' perfect season, I should say.
1: (laughs) Well, yeah, but
0: hey, they could. Win everyone from here on out for all we know. Uh, As the doctor has pointed out multiple times, every time they lose their home opener, they've gone on to win the Super Bowl. Or, more accurately, (laughs) every Super Bowl that they've won, they've lost their home opener. Uh Uh-huh. Got it. Or something along those lines. That's scary. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, Now, in terms of deaths, uh, I didn't really quite do a whole lot of research, but I did find two. We have Frank Vincent, age 78, Italian mob character, uh, actor. Okay. He was, uh, you can see him in Goodfellas and The Sopranos. He was always the Italian-looking, white-haired right. guy. Okay. Yep. We also have Sir Peter Hall, age 86, director of Amadeus. Okay. And, uh, founder of the Royal Shakespeare Company.
1: Oh, cool. Yep. Or, well, I mean, not cool that he's dead, but that's a cool thing that he founded it.
0: Uh, Dr. Charles says, let's be real. The cult season is the season that has been canceled.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, she's not wrong. Shots fired. She's not Shots
0: wrong. Shots fired. It's a bad start. <laughs> Moving on. Ooh, why are you up there? We need
1: video games. Yeah, yeah, we're
0: going to video games. Moving on.
1: It's Blizzard.
0: Ooh, Blizzard. it's Blizzard. a Blizzard in here. Yes. So, uh, Blizzard is actually doing its part in all of these unnatural disaster reliefs. Okay. Bye. Uh, premiering its charity pet early this year. Okay. So uh, ahead of its BlizzCon 2017, Blizzard has announced the charity pet. Uh, so uh, the events of, according to the press release, the events of Hurricane Harvey and Irma, flooding in South Asia and countries others, and countless other crises, mm-hmm. have shown the need for immediate action. Therefore, if you have a World of Warcraft account. You can buy a Shadow Fox pet, which is now available until the end of the year okay. for ten dollars, and one hundred percent of yeah. the proceeds uh, will uh, of the fee, not proceeds of the fee. So all ten dollars of that will go to the Red Cross, Good. Red, uh, the American Red Cross Disaster Relief, and the International Federation of Red Cross and Red Crescent Society's disaster relief fund. Thanks. The donation will be split equally between both organizations. So that means you get five dollars going to the American fund and five dollars going to the international fund. Cool. Uh, this is a shadow pet. They do this every year uh, as a part of their um, one, release for BlizzCon for new players to get, and two, it's their way of giving back in charitable donations. One hundred percent of these profits, of these assets. Profits, not profits, gross, (laughs) money orders, (laughs) fees. All $10 of your money money will be sent to a good
1: cause. Good. Good. I'm glad they're doing that. Yep. It's always been a good thing.
0: Yep. Moving on. Two. Those naughty dogs. You Naughty dog. Naughty dog. Yeah. So this happened today. Yes, did. Yes. As Bruce Straley... Uh, who has been with Naughty Dog for the past 18 years Yeah, is leaving the company. He joined back in 1999 as a texture artist on Crash Team Racing, and from there went on to be the game director for Uncharted 2, The Last of Us, and last year's big hit, Uncharted 4.
1: So yeah, uh, needless to say, this guy has uh, left a mark on... Um,
0: uh, a paw print, you could say? A paw print,
1: you could say, exactly on some of the biggest games the studio has ever made. Uh, Most specifically, uh, uh, his work on The Last of Us, uh, because he was definitely part of the creative vision, him and uh, Neil Druckmann there. Um, So yeah, him uh, leaving the company is bittersweet, because um, we'll have to just wait and see what difference this makes for uh, Last of Us uh, Part Two, which is still in the works, um, and whatever future the Uncharted series
0: will have without him. So we'll see. Okay, moving on. Yeah,
1: there's not really much we know about right, what he left or what he's going to do next.
0: Right. I'm
1: sure just after 18 years in the same studio, you probably want to see other things. You don't want to do other, other do other deals. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just thought it was time.
0: Oh, no, i do not saying what to do. I'm saying home run. Oh, well. Yes, nice. uh, Justin Upton hit you a know, home run.
1: Justin Upton.
0: Yep. Uptown hit... <laughs> Moving no. on. Moving on to UbiSoft. No, Ubisoft. Ubisoft. No, it's Ubisoft. So Ubisoft <laughs> and uh, Vivaldi Games have been Vivendi. quite... Vivendi. Vivaldi, Vivaldi
1: is the little proposer guy. That's what I'm thinking. Vivendi is the <laughs> <a> French company <laughs> that's been trying to buy Ubisoft.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Vivendi is the company that's been trying to buy Ubisoft. <laughs> yes. And they are now further into succeeding their goal. Uh, as the, uh, family, the, the Gilmont family. What? Uh, Gilmont, G- 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 Gilmont. Oh, Gimo. Gimo. Like, as an Eve. Yes. Eve Gimo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That family has bought two million shares. Wow. Or roughly 1.75% uh, of the company. Good. To counter for the ND's looming takeover. Great. Uh, as of now, the family owns 20% of the company with Vivendi still owning 25 and still vying for a takeover. But at least this puts them closer to that not happening.
1: Yeah, uh, because they really don't want that to happen. Yes. They're afraid that big corporate overlord will remove their, their ability to do creative passion projects, which half the company has been doing. Like, a lot of people give Ubisoft crap for, oh, it's, uh, jet, they're just the studio that makes Assassin's Creed and the Tom Clancy games. But no, there's a whole other side of Ubisoft, which of course, they're like the Rayman games. Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are funding the insanity that is Beyond Good and Evil 2. They're the ones that did Mario and Rabbit's Kingdom Battle this year, which apparently is a really good game.
0: Right. They're also <laughs> the the parent company behind other small ones like Obsidian, who's doing the South Park games. Right. So yeah, uh, Ubisoft um,
1: is doing really good things develop, uh, in development and publishing. It'd be sad to say a big... Giant corporate overlord kind of take over and reorganize the company to whatever their whim is. Right.
0: Think of this as when EA took over Activision.
1: Right. Well, no, that never happened.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there are two separate companies. I thought. It was, well, what did EA take over?
1: EA bought. Uh, you're probably thinking of Bioware. Maybe yeah. When EA bought Bioware, yeah. Was the,
0: the the was Activision that bought NeverSoft.
1: Activision had actually. NeverSoft's always been owned by well okay uh, Microsoft's been an Activisions in the Activision stable forever
0: but yeah biowares what I'm thinking of
1: yeah Bioware is probably what you're thinking of yeah. that's the like the one of the bad examples of this so yeah could it can go bad as we've seen the history of uh, history of game development that's for sure yep but so far so good I'm glad the Gimals um, are in it to win it they probably could have used that money on beyond Good people too though
0: <laughs> yeah but without the company behind them, there would be no Beyond Good and Evil. That's
1: fair. Uh, moving on.
0: Moving on. So, surprise, surprise today. We should have known this was coming. That's okay. I knew, but I forgot what day. Yep. Uh, Nintendo Direct happened today, like, several hours ago. Yeah, we can just do the quick hits. Yeah, uh, I-, sure. I have actually written down here. Right, oh, I I've written down here. This has just happened, and Matt has everything we need to know about this game we can play on our non-existent Switch. <laughs> Okay, uh, (laughs) so yeah, just
1: quick hits. I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw some brief uh, synopsis of it. Uh, They showed off a bunch of games. Basically, this Direct was supposed to be games that are coming in the next three months. So basically, not December surprises yet, but stuff for September, October, etc. So uh, the big things were they showed a bunch of uh, footage of... um, uh, Xenoblade Blade Two, uh, so people have an idea of more of what that is. They showed new footage, brand new uh, gameplay, a uh, bunch of gameplay footage of Super Mario Odyssey, and it looks freaking amazing. Uh, more footage of Mario throwing his hat at things and becoming deals. Um, a little bit of customization where you can actually buy like clothing uh, for Mario and like tags for your ship, which is a giant hat. <laughs> they revealed that the hat character also is trying to save the damsel in distress. More specifically. The, the hat sister tiara. Okay. I'm not making this up. Uh, yeah, that game looks insane. It looks great. Um, they were showing like a little bit of the menus. Where like there can be like fifty plus moons on any given level, and it's pretty much
0: like a straight up
1: checklist you can scroll through to look at all the moons that you need.
0: And the best part about all oh. this is, I don't know all of it. Oh, I was gonna say. Oh.
1: There is a bundle uh, that was announced. Uh, it will hit on no- oh. October 27th. It will include... A, it will be a Nintendo Switch with the game. A digital download code for the game, that is. Uh, a special Switch carrying case. And a uh, two of the Joy-Cons will be red. Mario Red. So. Oh, well, that's not what I was referring to. What were you going to say?
0: I was referring to the Internet's obsession with... Oh, yes. Mario has nipples, everybody. Yes.
1: Mario was seen in the gameplay footage with his shirt off. I'll and give you a taste of what that looks like. Mario has been... Mis- Don't, please. Nope. No. Not that. <sighs> uh, so yeah, they showed a little bit of that. They showed a bit of uh, Square Enix's Project Octopath Traveler, which is their RPG. Uh, they showed it off at E3. It's okay. the one that kind of looks like 3D pixel art. Yeah. <laughs> it's a neat looking thing. Uh... So that's coming out. They, they they went in kind of depth about how that system works. It's like they showed off um, the uh, switch new Switch Kirby game, uh, which is has a name which I've already forgotten. Star or something. Star Star World. Uh, it looks like it's going to involve um, uh, some uh, special versions of already known characters. Like one of the the screenshots showed of Super Bulked Up King DDD. Stuff like that. So it's the digity, digity. Uh, but yeah, uh, they talked a little bit about more about the Zelda Breath of the Wild uh, Guardians DLC, which will have um, special uh, unlocks for special the special uh, Guardians and Nemos that you'll be able to pick up. Ah, uh... can think of anything else? Uh, Pokemon uh, Ultra Sun and Moon will have two new Pokemon, guaranteed in the form of two new. Uh, whatever they call them. Ultra Beasts. Ultra Beasts. Uh, so we've had that confirmed. It also seems like there will be an expanded Pokédex, so expect even more surprises. Other than that, that's pretty much the big stuff. Uh, but yeah, uh, so Nintendo has some stuff. Oh yeah, that's not even the, the uh, new game that was announced this time, was Mario Party 100, Best 100 or something like that, which is a 3DS compilation of the best mini games. Over the course of the 10 Mario Party games. So that's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, uh, So you like the Mario Party games.
1: Yeah, and who doesn't?
0: I know uh, some people who some people don't. Some people
1: do But yeah, uh, so that might be alright. So check it out if you have a 3DS and you like Mario Party.
0: Yep. Okay, okay. and Fun. that brings us to the digitized version of <laughs> the game bits.
1: How many? 64?
0: Uh, only Only four. So, uh, so we have uh, Okami HD coming yes uh, guess that HD we release uh, in December 12th. ok uh, later this year Okami's
1: a good game if you never played it pick it up yes. it's like Zelda with the wolf
0: yep and uh bet they'll use that uh, touchpad for the drawings yes it'd be great that would yes. be great if they did that uh,
1: except it's not on the Switch is it uh, no not on PS4 it's on PS4 because you don't have that what do you mean we have a touchpad I mean, yeah, you could do that on PS4, but it would yeah. be like a tiny, tiny little thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, L.A. noir will get a remaster coming for uh, all consoles. Yeah, that but, was
1: weird. Yeah. I saw that announcement. I was like, that's a weird game to port, but sure. Yeah. All
0: right. Uh, also, Star Wars Battlefront. Two. No, one. Oh. Star Wars Battlefront. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, the Season Pass. Yeah. It's currently free on both consoles, so... Download it now? I guess. I've already downloaded it, I already bought it. Okay. So are you ever gonna play it? I don't know. Maybe. I mean now, now that I have to see the path, I might. Maybe.
1: Okay.
0: But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's free. Also, PlayStation has a bunch of free stuff now. Sale. Yeah, there's a sale going on. You can get the ent- if you downloaded the first episode uh with your PS plus account, you can now download all episodes of Life is Strange. Uh, the
1: original. Oh, yes. Uh, Specify.
0: Yes. Not, not, not the new one, Brave the Storm, or whatever it is. Uh, yeah. Before, uh, the, before storm. the Storm.
1: But No, yes. Yeah, so if you haven't played the original Life is Strange through, uh, yeah, give it a try.
0: Yep. Um, that and then the new uh, PS Plus games are out. As so the Xbox Gold games. Cool. Um, so. I'm going to check out um, Oxenfree on the Xbox. I want to okay.
1: download and play some of that.
0: All right. Yep. And with that, let's move on to the billboards
1: billboards guess what we have actually crazy things shake ups happening on the billboard charts these did, weeks
0: did, did someone shake it up
1: Someone shake it up it, shook it off
0: actually is the joke you were trying to make no 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 I don't, I don't shake it up
1: shake number it one the song in the country is for the second week in a row look what you made me do by taylor swift look what you made me do you're number you two if you scroll, scroll there we go uh, your number two song is "Bodak Yellow," "Money Moves" by Cardi B. Number three, "Despacito," Luis Fonsi and Daddy Yankee featuring Justin Bieber. D- number four, debuting at number four this week, Taylor Swift with "Ready for It." I'm not ready for it. Sorry. Dot dot dot. Ready for it? Dot dot dot. Is that a question? Yes. That's actually a question. Dot dot dot. Ready for it? Yeah. Number five, one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Don't call that. That's the name of the song. Logic featuring Alessia
0: Cara and Khalid. Yeah, that's that uh, suicide hotline number. Is that what that is? Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Good to know. Nah, no, two hundred. Your albums chart this week, debuting at number one with their first number one record. What? Their first number one record. What? LCD Sound System with American Dream. Um. Uh, yeah. Uh. LCD's never had a number one. Uh, but they made it, number one, you can thank streaming services for that. Does
0: it say Lincoln Park's better than them?
1: I mean, in charts, yes. Yes. Uh, I mean, LCD system, Sound System <laughs> literally has a song that was on uh, their 2010 album called uh, something about, uh, you want, yeah, if you, you wanted a hit, where the chorus is, you wanted a hit, we don't really make hits. <laughs> which makes it super ironic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyways. <laughs> Number two, uh, Love is Rage 2 by Lil Uzi Vert. Number three, 17 by XXX Temptation. Number four, Damn by Kendrick Lamar. And number five, American Teen by Khalid. All
0: right, that brings us to our new releases. It
1: does. What's in store for this week?
0: We have Angus and Julia Stone with Snow. Okay. Arcane Roots, Melancholia Hymns. Okay. Ariel Pink with Dedicated to Bobby Jameson. We have Deer Tick with Deer Tick Volumes 1 and 2. Those are two separate CDs. Got it. Uh, we have Foo Fighters. Comes out of nowhere with a new album. Uh, Concrete and Gold. Yeah. I will be listening to that. Apparently, yeah. their, their new song... Uh, they- Apparently, it's all right. Yeah. Uh, they released a new song, and uh, Justin Timberlake's on it. Huh. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they have teased some collabs, so that's kind of exciting news. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll probably check that out, too, because I just found out today at work. I can totally listen to music at work. Nice. Fact, my supervisor walked up to me and she was like, You know, you, you can bring music. I'm like, Okay. And <laughs> uh, that's when you went, You have no idea what you've done. I know. So You're just <laughs> thinking, like, This is the best day of my life. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to be actually doing uh, music and uh, podcast catch up at work now yep. again, which uh, would be good for me.
0: We have uh, Gary Newman with Savage. Yep. Gucci Mane has a new album out called okay. Mr. Davis. Sure. We have Hundred Waters with communicating. That's a lot of waters. Kieran Leonard with Devron Seron. Okay. Lee Ronaldo with Electric Trim. Uh, Lee Ronaldo, formerly of Sonic Youth. We have Open Mike Eagle with Brick Body Kids Still Daydream. Sure. We have the Beatles yep. himself. Who said they didn't? We have the Beatles himself, Ringo Starr. Yeah. With give more love, you see, uh, Ringo. I don't know if you have this in your news. No, it's not. But yeah, Ringo Starr apparently said
1: in an interview that if he had voted, he would have voted for the Brexit. <laughs> it's like show Ringo. Come on. You just uh, back to your pile of money. Anyways,
0: we have a sea <laughs> with vacation. Okay. Some little with new magic. Mm-hmm. The Alone okay. below, walk into a storm.
1: That that seems like a bad idea.
0: Yeah, uh p- p- poorly timed album time release. <laughs> we also have Wyclef Jean with <laughs> Carnival 3, The Rise and Fall of a, refu- of a Refugee. Okay. And lastly, we have Yusuf with The Laughing Apple. Uh,
1: Yusuf, uh, formerly Yusuf Islam, formerly Cat uh, uh, Sebas.
0: Alright. That's the, the, the track back. Yep. Anyways. Longest one long, long streak. Alright, and that brings us to our music and... Uh, music news here. Music news. Boom. Who we got? Uh, that right there is our resident festival.
1: Our resident festival.
0: Yeah, our resident photo of festivals. Yep. Festival. Because Stagecoach lineup has been announced today. All right, who we got? Who's your headliners? I mean, I mean, who am I going to see? All right. First up, we have Florida Georgia Line. Gross. Jake Owen and Kelsey Ballerini. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we also have Cody Jinks, Chris Jansen, and Chris Lane. Uh, and then other artists, but that's night one. Okay. Night two, we have Keith Urban. Sure. Casey Musgraves. Oh. And Brothers Osborne. Damn, you're going to see Casey? i going to see Casey. Damn it. Lucky. Yep. Yeah, you can come too if you want. Hell to the nah. You just, you just gotta follow your arrow. For one person? <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I'm not gonna go to a music festival for one person. Well, what about for Dwight Yoakam? Uh, no. Uh, Jason that Isbell. That Field sound. Jason Isbell and the 100 uh, Unity? I
1: don't know what that is.
0: What about Granger Smith? Nope. Alright. <laughs> I don't know what that is either. I think those are bands. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then closing out uh Sunday night is the big name himself, Garth Brooks. Chris Gaines. Oh. Yeah. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. <laughs> we'll be closing out with uh, Lee Bryce and Trisha Yearwood. Sure. Also included in the lineup is Brett Young. Well Garth and Trisha are still a couple, right?
1: Okay. I don't know. They were at one point. <laughs> they were at one point, right? I'm not making that up. I
0: don't know. Doctor <laughs> Garth Brooks and Trisha Euro and are married, right? Alright. Uh, we also have Brett Young. Okay. Kenny Rogers. Alright. And Kane Brown. And then a bunch of other people. But does
1: Kenny Rogers know, know when to hold him? Know when to fold him?
0: No, I'm just going to wait until he plays Lady and then leave. Sure. Uh, well, I, I that's my so parents' song.
1: It seems like it's uh, an okay bunch of artists. It seems like the... Heavy hitters were really last year. Yeah, this is kind of like the remains. I mean, obviously, people will be jazzed to see Dark Garth Brooks. You know, he's still in the middle of his comeback.
0: Here, the answer is yes. There are a couple.
1: Yeah, I could have sworn. Uh, but yeah, uh, it seems like the headliners are good picks, but it seems like the little names are not as strong as they were.
0: And yes, you got to know when to hold them.
1: Always, you do. Yes, but uh, Casey Musgraves—that's exciting. Uh, I will be jealous of that.
0: Okay, I'll send you pics. Yeah, of me, just like looking at her. Remember,
1: I don't have uh, Snapchat anymore, so you'll have to send another. Ah, that's right. <laughs> Get Snapchat <laughs> again.
0: No. Yes. Anyways, okay. It's cool. better than last year, FYI.
1: Oh well, the, uh, I guess I stand corrected.
0: Or sit corrected. There you go. Moving but on. It's better than last year, and that's what the doctor says. So I'm <laughs> taking doctor's orders on that. Sure.
1: Fair enough. Spotify. Yep. What's going on with Spotify? Uh, Besides turning back on my to Facebook button out of nowhere, yes. I had to disconnect it today.
0: Anyways. Uh, so Doctor says, last year the headliners were weak and the support was strong. Yeah. Now it's kind of switched. It's the reverse, yeah. Yep. Uh, but Doctor loves the lineup. Sure. I'm sure she'll make me a playlist and then I will too fall in love with said lineup. Uh, I can make you a playlist too. It's just both Casey Musgraves albums. <laughs>
1: And that Christmas album she put out just for just for extra holiday cheer.
0: Sure. <laughs> it's all you need. Yep. Uh, Dr. Loves the lineup. Cool. Yep. Okay. Uh, so, Spotify. If you are in school and are a student, thank you for listening to our podcast. And also... And also, <laughs> you can get Spotify and Hulu at an extremely discounted price. By that, I mean for $5. Nice. Uh, So, Spotify is teaming up with Hulu to make a plan for students more available. You can get both Spotify Premium and a subscription to Hulu for $4.99 a month. This includes the commercial free music from Spotify and the limited commercial plan from Hulu. Both plans usually cost $9.99 and $7.99 respectively, Uh which means you're getting both of them at a discount combined. Yeah, that's good. Yep, um, you would need to have an official student email, basically a .edu email, right. in order to access this deal. Sucks for us, but hey, <laughs> if you've got a .edu email that you still use, this could still apply to you. I
1: wonder how they, yeah, I wonder how they verify that, because we technically have .edu emails. Oh, no, so. no,
0: no they, they shut mine down. They, they shut yours down, too, yeah. I don't know. It could still I work. mean... I mean, I could try to log in because they use yeah. Google, yeah. so I could try to log in through it. But uh, yeah, well, I know that this, I know that my student portal is closed. Yeah, but my email may still be accessed via Google.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That email, it just has that ADU, Yeah, uh, we'll see. Moving on. Moving on.
0: So uh, speaking of that uh, long phone number song you're talking about, yeah the AKA Suicide Hotline, There's a suicide concert uh, this past weekend. Let me rephrase that. All right, there's a suicide prevention concert There we go. this past weekend. Yeah, because the band
1: Suicide has not been recording music for a while. Right.
0: Uh, So on September 10th, there was a two-hour special uh, titled I'm Listening, which aired across all Intercom radio stations and featured PSAs, promos, and live conversations from several bands, including Metallica, uh, Chris Novelsek. Uh,
1: Novelisk. Uh, there you go. From, uh, Nirvana.
0: Nirvana. I need you to correct me on that one. <laughs> it says, uh, I have put it down here, yes. Matt, Matt will know. Matt will know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have uh, William Duval of Alice in Chains. Okay. Uh, David Draymond of Disturbed. And Justin Fernsfield of Blue October. They were all on hand to uh, do live acoustic versions. Take your calls. And um, basically spread the word of Suicide Prevention and Suicide Hotline. Cool. Good. Yep. So that happened. Uh, It's good. It's good that it happened. And please don't commit suicide. That's... Sure. (laughs) Getting to the point right there. Just don't. Just don't. Just, just, Just don't do it. I mean... Yeah. Just don't do it. It's literally nothing you can brag about. Literally. Literally. Moving on. Moving on. Uh... So I don't have like a good judge per se. Okay. Figure, but was in the court case to talk about? Oh boy, legal. Yeah, legal issues. Our favorite topic
1: on the media Pope podcast. <laughs> yep. Might as well just call us the legal Pope podcast. <laughs> no, that's we are spin off. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> it's not happening.
0: <laughs> so uh, this involves a federal judge that has ruled that the first and most famous verse of the civil rights era anthem "We Shall Overcome" uh-huh. belongs in public domain. Sure. Um, The plaintiffs, which includes the late Pete Seeger, oh. uh, had actually asked the judge to negate the half-century-old half copyright by four songwriters um, over the song, saying that they still owned it and that it was not in public domain.
1: Ah, I see.
0: Yep. Uh, the origins of the song, however, were difficult to pin down. Has Seeger once said that he heard it from a food and tobacco worker back in 1947? Yeah. However, back then, they referred to it as, we will overcome. Uh-huh. But he changed it to, we shall overcome. Right. The judge determined that the one word difference was not enough to excuse the entire melody and entire reasoning behind it. Yeah. So they awarded it, or at least the first verse, the most famous verse, to public domain. So, Matt, we <laughs> shall we shall overcome. Yes. We. Where are you going with this? Shall. Oh, no, no, that's it. That's the end of the story. Oh, you just, you just wanted to do it because. Because it's public domain now. the point. Um, yes.
1: I mean, yeah, this is just another one of those, one of those things where it's like, man, public domain is a thing that's really going away, isn't it? Yeah. Like Disney had their way with it. Over the years, and, and they're still having their way nothing with nothing is public domain at this point because there will always, as long as people want to make money from the thing that they're attached to, they will keep trying to
0: get it to get those checks coming in. This explains uh, the Fantastic Four movies we've been having. Yeah, it
1: really does, <laughs> doesn't
0: it? Yep. And why they freaking say
1: mutant sixteen times in those uh, uh, those Fox. ads for that Fox show?
0: Yes, because they're the only ones who can say mutant and. Mutant. Marvel yeah, has mutants, to say inhumans. We're right? oh, they're, or, or they're inhumans or we're enhanced yeah. humans. We're not mutants. Right. Mutants. Mutants. <laughs> it's mutants, funny. It's, it's great. It's legal stuff like that that I laugh at and it's admire. Mutant, uh
1: yeah. yeah. Um uh, a little uh, uh uh yeah, I guess that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, I don't that's
0: okay,
1: uh For I wish I could have said that I listened to something this weekend but I didn't. Well I mean I listened to that new Always album, but of course I didn't. But uh, Always. that wasn't the big release. I was, um, earlier, <laughs> I was two songs, in, or two or three songs into that new The National album. Uh, but I didn't get far enough to actually give my thoughts. It seemed pretty good so far. Uh, so I might return back to that. But yeah, next week uh, we'll have thoughts about uh, that Foo Fighters
0: record. i yep. sure we'll both listen to it. Yeah, we will.
1: So yeah, uh, that's it for music, I guess.
0: Yep. And then that's it for us. So... That will wrap it up. If you want to find us and find out more about what we do, we got all this stuff you could uh, catch us up
1: on. So let's go down the list here. Facebook. You can find us Facebook.com just slash, just uh, search uh, Media Boat Podcast. You can check out Math Muscles too. Twitter. We'll take it to the gun show. <laughs> uh, Twitter, you can find us at Media Boat Cast. YouTube, we're here every Wednesday night at 7, or sorry, 8 o'clock p.m. Pacific uh, to streaming our podcast live. You can also see an archive of our old shows, so like and subscribe. We won't say uh, uh, random racial epithets either. Uh, so that gives you, us uh, the advantage here on YouTube.
0: Oh, that's where we're going to plug in <laughs> <Yeah. down> here? <laughs> that's where I'm going to put that story. Just, uh, that's where we're going to it a one off <laughs> joke. Uh,
1: and then, of course, we have our website, which is MediaBoatPodcast.com. Is this there, just this whole thing? Just add dot yeah, com at the media end. MediaBoatPodcast.com. Easy to remember. Uh, type that in your browser to find our daily news stories. Uh,
0: special features, including box office numbers every yep. Tuesday. Uh, you, I'll, you'll see my full thoughts on it yep. coming up shortly.
1: And new releases every Friday, so keep an eye on for that. Also, a new release calendar where you can see at a glance everything that's coming out in the coming week. Also, find us streaming video games on twitch.tv slash media You can find our new series, our ongoing series, The Sanchez, as we plugged earlier, every Tuesday night at 7-ish, maybe 6, maybe 7, depending on the day. Uh, We will tweet ahead of it, uh, so that way you know when we're online. Watch us fail miserably as Mark Sanchez. Also, you can find, (laughs) if you want us to make more content, just like this, and make better content, just for you, and if you want exclusive access to things that we don't even know what we're going to do yet... Go to patreon.com slash media where you can find our Patreon where you can donate as little as a dollar a month. That's such a small amount of money. You probably pay more than that doing laundry every month. Think about it that way. Uh, to help us out uh, with, with some money and we'll use it for good, good, uh, uh, good reasons. That's for sure. You can trust yep. the word. Uh, so yeah, that will do it. We will be back next week for another episode. You can also find uh, the audio versions of our podcast by the way iTunes. Also, thank you, for Podbean, for hosting us.
0: I think we're taking our money to host us.
1: Yes, you I mean, uh, always mention that. It's still we're, they're still doing a thing. I know. Us.
0: We just for paying with us. them to do the thing for us.
1: I'm not going to thank GoDaddy for hosting our uh, our uh, URL.
0: Well, no, we thank Danica Patrick for sponsoring with GoDaddy.
1: GoDaddy. And I'm not going to thank Squarespace for being. What, no, no, we thank
0: John Malkovich for his sponsorship with Squarespace. This is true.
1: Alright, so see you guys next week for another episode of the Media Boat Podcast, episode 90 next week. So tune in, then
0: bye. Alright, bye.